You are listening to the Art Wonk Podcasts, a show where we take a deep dive into what it takes to be successful in marketing if you are a visual artist or craftsperson. We will explore how the art world works as well as how to better achieve your professional goals. I am Neville Park, your host and resident Art Wonk. So settle in and join me as we get today's show underway. This is episode number 27. What happened to the wonk? Yay! Hey everyone, welcome into this episode of the Art Wonk Podcast. We're in season two. Yeah, season two. Sounds cool, doesn't it? Basically what that means is we've had a long gap between the last show and this show, and instead of coming back all grovelly and saying, I'm sorry, which I really am, and I should be saying anyway, uh, I decided we'd call it season two and pretend like we've done something magical. The reality is we've experienced some life, and you know, you've got to deal with life, it happens, uh, and in my case, life got in the way of the podcast, and I'm really excited to be back. We've managed to sort some stuff out, and it's all cool. So what life happened, you might wonder? I'm sure that I would be asking that question. Uh, well, two different things happened. First and foremost, my computer, it cacked itself, I think is the technical term. It's more an Australian technical term, but yeah, it died. And with it, the shows that I had already recorded, all of the programs I was running uh, and the, the hardware and everything attached to making the show, everything just went in one go. It was pretty disappointing. Uh, and that happened just before I sold my art gallery, which I'd been working on for a while, uh, but everything came together at the same time. So suddenly I didn't have a vehicle to be able to create a podcast, nor did I have time. Because if you've ever tried to sell a business, you'll appreciate that getting everything ready for sale is pretty pretty time-consuming and all-encompassing. But we got that out of the way. Everything has happened now. We've got a lovely new owner of the gallery. His name's James. James now owns Origin on Hardy. And James is a cool guy who has just such a neat vision for the business. It was a pleasure to hand it over to him. And for those of you that are wondering why, why did you sell your gallery? Why would you get out of the gallery game? Well, basically, I've discovered I'm a maker. I enjoy evolving and developing ideas. And the gallery was making profit, reliably turning over good numbers, and I'd solved all the problems that I needed to. I had created something from nothing. We created a market expectation. We built relationships with all of the artists out there that we wanted to represent or wanted us to represent for them. We had gone about making the space cool, um, creating an atmosphere, basically making a brand. And all of those things were really exciting and fun as you work through them because that's my kick. I like the detailing and the processing. But then it became about making money. And as lovely as money is, and it's a very, very useful tool for greasing life and making it run smoothly, it wasn't enough to keep me as excited. And I noticed that I was starting to lose just a little bit of my edge. Uh, and I didn't want to let my, my guard down. I didn't want my artist to see any kind of drop off because I was losing something. So I decided I'd go looking for somebody who wanted 
um, you know, they wanted their own gallery experience. And it just so happened that James's world, which is attached to a maker's world, uh, and he actually has studio um, spaces for people to rent. So he was evolving connections with makers, but had product that needed to be homed. And it was a good marriage. It, it, it helped him grow and it relinquished from me something that was, you know, it was time for me to move on. That left me with time to focus very much back on my maker. Uh, and I've spent some time getting back into my studio and, and, and getting those juices flowing, which has been great fun. And also to look at the podcast and work out what to do with it. So the questions were really simple. Was it fulfilling its original plan? And what do I want it to look like in the future? I love doing this podcast and I was definitely enjoying it when it, you know, when the computer went and did its messy on me. Um, so it was not something I was ready to give up on. But I wanted to make sure going forward it was going to do the job it was meant to do. And that job was really one of informing people of different ways of solving their marketing or their distribution or whatever problems with their artwork, teaching them different ways of thriving and becoming more efficient and more capable of using this as a primary income and not a secondary one. So I thought it was time to refocus on what we could make the art wonk into. And we had had a wonderful response when we did a crowdfunding program in the middle of last year and we got to buy this great unit. It's a, um, a Rodecaster Pro and it's a, a mixing board that enables me to bring in um, phone conversations, computer conversations through Bluetooth, plug in microphones, mix them all and create for you something that hopefully has a reasonable sound to it. And I wanted to do more of that. I decided that that was something that we were heading into last season, this idea of bringing new voices with different experiences and then pulling little teasers out of what they've done and exploring what that means so that you can take that information and then use it to build your base better. So what did we do? Well, I decided that if I'm going to do the podcast, let's make it really about others. So I pulled my studio apart and we've rebuilt that now so that it can house multiple people at once and we can do proper interviews in here. And that gives us versatility and better storytelling options. So the studio was important and that meant getting new technology. Obviously the computer needed replacing. But along the way we've got a new mic stands and new mics and, and a whole lot of neat little gadgetry things which... I have to admit, I've never been a big gadget person. I kind of go to war with technology and I just grind at it till eventually it works. But I'm learning to really enjoy the finesse that is attached to the broadcasting um, and the audio world. It, there's some great stuff out there. So we've outfitted our studio. We've also looked at what it means for people when they're getting involved in the podcast and decided not everyone can either come to the studio nor can they come to Nelson, but I'd love a chance to get out there and, and poke around in other people's play spaces. I mean, who doesn't like walking through somebody else's studio space? You get inspired just by the space often, let alone all the gadgets and tools and things they're doing and the half-done ideas. Uh, so we've also purchased a field recording unit, which enables us to get out and record. It has like five microphone options and a whole lot of great gadgetry. That means that we can 
do the same type of thing as we do here, but do it on the road. And then the final program attached to this, since I recognize that if we're going to make it about connecting with others, is we've invested in some video gear and I'm trying to learn how to make this into a YouTube channel as well. Now, initially, the idea of audio alone suited me because I think I've got the face for radio and not necessary for video. And I wasn't really wanting to have to worry about how I looked. I just wanted to be able to bring you really useful information. But the reality is, if you want to make a product that is useful which is what I conceive or believe that the podcast is, you need to look at how useful it is for those who are engaged in it. Uh, and I don't mean passively listening. Uh, I mean the people who are coming along and sharing their stories and all the rest. And the opportunity with a YouTube channel is that we can actually help give them profile and branding. And how does that work different from a podcast, you might ask? Well, probably the most important part is we're talking to artists and most of you are visual people. I recognize the value of a podcast is the fact that we use them. I know I use them anyway. When I'm driving or when I'm working in the studio and my hands are busy and my eyes are busy on what I'm doing, I can still have that connection and that that, that wonderful experience of learning something, but it's slightly more passive. Whereas sitting and watching a video involves you putting time aside. That is a different experience. Now, the positive for it, though, is for visual people, we can see what you're talking about. So if I'm interviewing an artist, I want to be able to show off their art. I want people to see what it is that they make and have a better connection with it. It's a great opportunity if I'm talking with a gallery or a marketer um, somebody who's a dealer, for them to be able to show their brand and build their profile. And that's what I want to do. I want to make sure if we're going to take from them knowledge and experience, we've got to give them something back. Just acknowledgement is lovely, but if we can actually add value, and I think the YouTube thing will do that in some form, then that's what we're going to do. So our new prong is going to be interview-based. It's got studio, field, and video all coming on board. Now that's an awful big bite. And as much as I've enjoyed trying to work out how to integrate all these things, I think I've watched more videos and read more technical data type of spreadsheets and things than I've ever engaged in before. Uh, and it's obvious I need help in places. I'm getting that and I'm trying to find more, but we'll bring it on incrementally. So please stick with the wonk and welcome in. I hope that gives you a taste of what's coming and entices you to follow on. So what are we going to do next? What What is you know tomorrow look like when you're looking at the wonk world? Uh, we've got two shows that I had in the computer that died with it that I'd like to redo and I'm going to redo because they were attached to season one. Uh, and I think that they kind of helped tidy off the loose ends of that season because I was whining towards a break anyway. And they are, um, the first one is a question and answer show where my inbox for the Art Wonk email, which I'm sure I'll tell you again at the end, but is uh, theartwonk at gmail.com if you want to contact us. That email had filled up with a lot of questions and a lot of them were about things we'd mentioned in the previous shows, but also there was stuff that like, why haven't you talked about this? And 
how come this doesn't work for me type questions. Probably not with those voices, forgive me for that. But they were questions that were worthy of being explored. And so I want to go back and redo that show. And the other one that we're going to do is one uh, which is 10 hints or tips that will help you be a more effective artist. So it's it's a kind of on the edge of one of those self-helpy type messages, but it's also just reminding you of things you need to do if you're going to want to keep at this as a profession. And I did a bit of research for it. I compiled quite a, a comprehensive set of, um, of things and filtered it down. And I was really pleased with it because I thought this has actually helped me get more focused on what I'm trying to achieve. So I'm going to bring that one out again. And then I promise you we're into talking to other people and more than just my voice and, and my ideas. So thank you for coming back and joining us if you've come back to us. And for those of you who've just found us, come and join us for the next phase. It's going to be great. Hey, thanks a lot. Catch you soon. Bye. Hi everyone, just before we go, I wanted to remind you that we have an email address, which is theartwonk at gmail.com, and we also have a website, theartwonk.com. Uh, that's where we'll be keeping show notes uh, and any other information that seems relevant to art marketing and sharing some of the information that comes up on the podcast. So thanks very much for your listening, and uh, we're looking for a, an idea of what we should be calling the group. Um, I think wonkettes or wonklets. Um, I know Bill out there probably going to call us wonkers. Uh, but please, if you want to send us some feedback on what you think a follower of the wonk podcast should be called, uh, really interested to get your feedback. Thanks a lot. I'm off to Stack Elephants. Have a great day.